0: All right, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know? That's what we want. We want
1: it to smell good. We want it to taste good. We want it to be good. Mary. Mary. That just made my mouth very happy. Oh, good. Hi, Mary. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm wonderful. It's warm, it's beautiful. It is. I'm wearing a dress because it's so nice out. You look so summery today. I know. It feels like the beginning of the weather that I love. Good.
0: Uh, Welcome everybody to Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Hello. So
1: I'm your host, Mary, and Hannah is with us today. Hello, hello. Hannah's taking a little bit of time off. That's all right. Everybody needs a vacation in a while. Work hard.
0: You need some time off. That's right. Absolutely. So thanks, everybody, for spending some time with us. Appreciate you. A lot. We appreciate you a lot. All right. (laughs) Lost my whole entire freaking train of thought.
1: That's okay. I will help you find it.
0: Okay. So I wanted to do something new on this podcast. What? A little bit. Yes. My podcast, I can change it up. No. Yes, ma'am, I can. I can do what I won't. All right. Okay. What are we gonna do that's new? All right. Um, I want to cover what the other
1: podcast is doing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh you wait, wait. You mean our podcast? Yes. Oh, this Surprise. is so exciting. Surprise. Yay! Okay.
0: Today being, you know, Sunday the twenty third, we're actually gonna backtrack because the episode that came out on Wednesday on Murder, Mischief and Moscato was hilarious! Oh, my God. So funny. It was. I mean, it's it, you, so funny. I don't even think begins to cover it. It It was hard to. You. I didn't do it with a straight face. You didn't do it with a straight face. And I'm surprised neither one of us hit the fucking floor. Okay, hold on.
1: Wait, we have to backtrack just a minute. Okay. For your listeners who aren't aware, Mary and I co-host another podcast. It's called Murder, Mischief, and Moscato, and it releases on Wednesdays. And it's not just about true crime. It's ridiculous crimes. It's paranormal. It's superstitious. Superstitious. Bizarre. Mischievous. Things that go bump in the night. Yes. Um, So the
0: one that came out on the 19th, which was last Wednesday, was regarding uh, a gentleman that I refer to as the Swiss cheese pervert and literally could not keep a straight face.
1: Usually, we say, grab your glass, sit back, and listen. I will put out there, you might want to skip the glass, or you will spit it out. You will snot all over yourself. It was by far the funniest episode we've ever done. It was amazing. So,
0: next Wednesday on the 26th, Murder, Mischief, and Moscato. The episode is called Bad Review. It is regarding the Cherry Sisters, who were possibly the incredibly... Worst, 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 worst variety show that was ever produced, put out there, and they didn't just
1: do it once or twice. They made it a li- almost a lifelong I think obsession. they, t- I, if I recall correctly <clears throat> from my research, I want to say they toured for like 30 years. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Insane. So, I mean, they were even on Broadway and stuff. It was absolutely just yes. ridiculous. So check that out on the 26th. And then on the
0: 31st, Murder, Mischief, and Moscato put out a bonus episode. So Monday, Memorial Day, they put out a bonus episode, which was a ton of fun. It was, they? It's we, Mary. I know that. I'm trying to separate things here. Uh, it was called It's Pirate's Life. We did the taste testing. It was a lot of fun. It was just a fun, fun, fun episode. So Filled
1: with... Taste testing, pirate facts, pirate stories. A
0: lot of fun. It was just totally a lot of fun.
1: It's a a good time.
0: It was a very good time because sometimes the other other podcasts can get a little dark.
1: Occasionally it is dark. We do almost always have at least a bit of laughter because, well, you and I are sarcastic and snarky. Who, us? (laughs) Our other us's. Oh, our other us's. Yes. Okay. Yes, the other us's. Okay. Glad
0: they're not here today. Oh please! We hate snarky and sarcastic.
1: I'm pretty sure snarky is the language of us. I'm pretty sure it's my middle name. I would drink to the ho- We do frequently Quite often. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay,
0: so that's what's coming up with the um, other podcast. Pretty excited about
1: all of that stuff. So check it out. You know, give it a shout. Um, you can find it on Facebook. You can find it wherever you're listening to this particular podcast. Yeah. We're in all the same spots. Absolutely. Murder, mischief, and Scott. Moving on. Today is National Lucky Penny Day. Oh, I love it when I find pennies on the ground. I know. I, I do pick them up. Do you pick them up? I always pick them up. And you know what? I once heard that when you find a, a coin, it doesn't just have to be a penny, that it is a sign from a loved one of, that has passed. Oh. And so I always pick up coins when oh. I find them, and it makes me think of Dad and Katie. Oh.
0: I have heard that if it's face up, it's good luck. If it's face down, it's not. I pick them up regardless because it's a penny more than I had a second before. So Yep, someday that penny might make the difference in your life. That's right. I'm pretty sure it has. Um, so National Lucky Penny Day is observed each day on May 23rd. Each day I mean, on May 23rd? Each year. Okay, yeah, each, good. Each
1: day on May 23rd. Yeah, each day. So every day is May 23rd. It's like uh, it's like that movie, Groundhog's Day. Yeah, absolutely. Every damn All right.
0: So we all know the saying, see a penny, pick it up, and all the day you'll have good luck. We all know that saying. It's like a, just a childhood saying. Yes. So a little bit about the penny. The first currency that was authorized in the United States in 1787 was the one cent coin.
1: I had no idea. Yeah. I did not know that that pennies Mm. were around that that long. Yep. Uh, They called it the one cent coin. It was actually
0: uh, produced at a private mint. Oh. It wasn't governmentally produced at that point in time. Was it
1: like the, uh, the Franklin Mint? I the, don't know. The Bradford know. Exchange? I don't know. <laughs> at
0: that point in time, pennies were made out of copper. Hmm. Um, and they were actually made out of copper until the mid 1800s.
1: That I think I did know.
0: Oh, uh, so the original design on the back of the one cent coin was actually suggested by Benjamin Franklin. It wasn't Abraham Lincoln?
1: No. Oh, no. He was not on the penny originally. What do you mean? He wasn't. Uh, He wasn't even alive yet. Hello.
0: I don't know these things. Uh, So Benjamin Franklin introduced the first design. The first one cent coin was known as Fujio Sense. Fujio? Fujio. And at this point in time, the Flying Eagle was introduced. Um, in 1859, the Indian head penny, which I am familiar with, right, me too, was introduced. And in 1909, Abraham Lincoln was the first historical figure to be put on a U.S. coin.
1: Okay, so yes. 1909. <clears throat> yes. Do you have a date? Uh, a day? A day. No. I just wondered if it was February 12th, 1909. Oh. Because is, is the Lincoln was born February 12th, 1809. Oh, I don't know. I didn't get a date for that. Just that's kind of cool, you know. Yeah, hundred years. So <laughs>
0: when they added Abraham Lincoln to the to the coin, to the front of the coin, uh, this is also when they put in the phrase "In God We Trust," oh. and they put that on on the coin also. In 1959, the Lincoln Memorial was put on the back. Well, I, what was
1: on the back prior to that? Was it still like the flying eagle? Yeah. Or?
0: Oh, okay. And in 2010, the back was redesigned to feature a Union Shield. Yeah. So your penny now has a Union Shield on it. Yes.
1: Yeah. And they are not made out of copper anymore.
0: No, no they stopped making them out of copper uh, in, in the mid-1800s.
1: There was mm-hmm. a very brief period of time, I, I don't know whether it was a couple of years or just a, a matter of months, that they actually were made out of steel. I think that was during the war. It was. It was. And if you actually because there come... there was a, a
0: lead shortage and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah.
1: If you come across a steel penny... They would be worth a lot of money at I this point. I have Yeah. I do. Yeah, I, I have do have some. a couple. They definitely look different. And if you drop one. They sound different. They sound. Well, the
0: copper ones sound very, very different
1: too. Yes. It's almost tinny sounding. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
1: Yes. Very so interesting. A few
0: little tidbits about National Lucky Penny Day. So if you see a penny, guys, pick it up.
1: All day long. You'll have good luck. So <clears throat> my day is not a national day. It's actually a world day. Okay. We like world days. We share this with, we share this podcast with the world. Let's, I know. which let's is be inclusive. All right. <clears throat> Include the world. So May 23rd is World Turtle Day. Oh my God. You know, I love my turtle. I know. Which when I saw this, I knew I had to do this. I love my turtle. So I thought that I would share a few <clears throat> little tidbits about turtles. Okay. Turtles and tortoises are associated with wisdom and perseverance. They are found in environments all around the world. They play an important role in their ecosystems. The holes that they dig that they bury their eggs in, afterwards, they're actually inhabited by other creatures. That is very cool. They help keep our beaches clean because they feed on the dead fish that wash ashore. Right, I knew that.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. But you don't think about that as an added fact, you know? You just, no, you just know they do it, but you don't you don't consider that it's it's a good thing.
1: Yeah, they are actually helping to maintain an ecological balance there. It is very easy to confuse the two: turtles and tortoises. Tortoises are land animals. Turtles are in the water. So yes, turtles live in the water most of the time. Tortoises live solely on the land. Okay. A few other ways to tell tortoises mm. apart from turtles. Turtles are streamlined and have streamlined and mostly flat shells. So it's not
0: when you go, hey, turtle, and he ignores you, you know it's a tortoise?
1: Yeah, no. That's not it? Also, tortoises have large domed shells, and tortoises are typically much, much larger than turtles. I've seen some pretty big turtles in my lifetime. I have. I know. I know you have. Sometimes in places that really surprise me. Yes, um, I actually have a picture I'm going to show you that maybe we'll put up for our, our listeners, That just because it's really cool. So at one point, a few years ago, I went to Tennessee, to Knoxville, to visit a friend, and okay. we went to the zoo there, Okay. and I saw this tortoise. That is a full-grown woman behind him. Yes,
0: yes, I have seen them that large. They're so... It's majestic. I was gonna say majestic, and you don't normally associate that word with the with a tortoise or a turtle, but yes, and and they grow to be so old. But then I guess when you're vegetarian, for
1: the most (laughs) part, yeah. So tortoises can grow up can live up to three hundred years. Fucking amazing. Yes, it is. That is just amazing. Turtles can usually live up to forty years. Which is still a very long time when you think about that. So just because we digress, last year I bought us bracelets. I was going to get to that. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. So turtles are usually found in seas, lakes, and rivers yep. close to water. Because even though they can live on land, they spend most of their time yeah. in the water. Tortoises are mainly found in jungles and grasslands, although some of them also live in desert-type area. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah, what I was going to tell our listeners was that last year, Mary bought us, she and I. And
0: I bought three of them.
1: Well, I don't know about the other person, so I wasn't going to include them, but. Her name is Shelly. Sometimes she listens to us. All right. Well, hi, Shelly. Hi, Shelly. So, Mary bought turtle bracelets, and they're really cool. They have these awesome-looking beads on them, and then they have a a turtle... um, Figure. I was going to say, like, charm or bead, but yes. Um, So, these... This is a really cool thing about this is that Mary bought them from a company that supports animal conservation and rehabilitation yes so it's actually uh what did we say it was called i I wish you can
0: put a link
1: i so it's called the journey bracelet is what it was called you can put a link
0: she'll put a link on our on the description when this episode comes out yes so this it's
1: from the journey bracelet and it is actually from a company called the wildlife collections.com So, each bracelet, along with proceeds from the bracelets going to help rehabilitate sea turtles, they come with a postcard and a link that you can track your own turtle. And the postcard has facts about this turtle. Where it was rescued, how much
0: it weighed, how big it was.
1: Yes. Um, I actually did
0: track my turtle. So do I. I do. Well, my... Uh, tracker no longer works, so oh. I can't track her anymore. But what I discovered was I don't know where she was rescued from, but my particular turtle and Shelly's turtle also, and I don't know about yours, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, when they release them back into the wild and they track them, they make a beeline, and I'm going to say from where they came from initially, yes, that would because be because my, my turtle traveled. Hundreds of miles to this location and then stayed within like 12 miles of this location. She moved every day. Oh, yeah. But she literally stayed in this area once and she just made a beeline there after she was released. It was just such an incredible journey to, to look at and watch. And yes, yes her name was Vida. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool, and, yeah, I will, I, because I do this one, I'll put a link to the wildlifecollection.com website up there for our It was listeners.
1: really a very neat, neat thing. It was, and so,
0: I, I love supporting things like that.
1: Yes. So, there are a few mm. ways that you can celebrate World Turtle Day. Okay. That's right. We're doing a national... Okay. I totally forgot. We
0: totally got... That's okay. We get up. Okay. Anyway. It's all right.
1: So, <laughs> so along with buying products like the turtle bracelets that help with conservation and rehabilitation the you, bracelets were were comfortable oh very i've worn it um, repeatedly and it is still in in perfect condition i get lots of compliments.
0: Really, yes we get a lot of compliments on them. Oh, they're really cool the looking time. they're very comfortable they accessorize easily
1: yeah, I wear mine to work, and customers talk to me about it all the time, and I mm-hmm. always tell them about how it came with this thing. I can track a sea turtle, and it's very interesting. Yeah. So ways to celebrate World Turtle Day. You can adopt a turtle, kind of like we did. That's cool. Yep. You can actually also adopt a turtle or a tortoise <clears> from a rescue shelter. They make hassle-free pets. They don't need um, you know, a lot, but they do need attention, and they're good with kids. Make sure that you do your research and that you are informed and that you have a vet that is equipped and knowledgeable about taking care of these kind of animals before you go out and adopt one, please. You can donate to turtle conservation centers, which the bracelets is part of, but you can make direct donations to them or even to your local zoos. A lot of times people will adopt or buy animals like these illegally i actually had an interaction with one when i lived in another city it was an endangered tortoise from another country that someone had illegally it escaped it ended up in my yard and i ended up calling the police because it was after hours they ended up having to have the dnr come out it was relocated to a zoo Who was able to take care of it properly? That little turtle. It was not little. Packed his little turtle suitcase and said, I'm fucking out of here. I'm going home. Well, the funny thing is that when I called the police and they got a call about a turtle, I lived in a city and I had explained, this is a large enough animal that if it gets in the road, we're going to have an accident. The police officer that responded was a woman. Her partner had laughed at the call and said, You can leave me at at the station, I'll do paperwork. And when she got there and had to call for the DNR, other officers started showing up and taking pictures. Oh. Because it was massive. And when I I mean massive, I mean it was a massive, massive tortoise. That's very cool. So people do adopt these illegally. They end up in rehabs and zoos and things like this because they need to be rehabilitated because they haven't been taken care of properly. They don't know how to
0: live by themselves out in the wild either.
1: Right. Where they belong. So you can absolutely... No amount is is too small. You can make donations to your local wildlife rescue, zoo, rehabilitation, however. And... There are turtle rescue centers that need volunteers. And you can volunteer to help with these animals. That's so cool. So take a few minutes. Do some research about what is in your local area. And, you know, if you so feel inclined. Happy World Turtle Day. Yeah. That's awesome. I thought you might enjoy that. I do. You know I love
0: my turtles. I know. All right. Um, so... You may have read about this, but I'm going to tell this anyway. There's a farmer in Belgium. He's plowing his field. It's time to plant the crops. You plow your field, right?
1: Because you're a farmer,
0: that's what you do. So I'm making an assumption that he's plowing a new field. If he wasn't plowing a new field, he'd have plowed this field before, and this problem would have cropped up before. (laughs) So I'm assuming... No no
1: pun intended? Cropped up?
0: That's right. No pun intended. So I'm assuming this is a new field that he's plowing. Okay. Um, so while plowing, he comes across this very large boulder in his field. It's in his way. Shit's in your way. What do you do? You move it, right? You move it.
1: You hook a strap to the back of your tractor and you haul the sucker out of the way.
0: Yep. He got off his tractor and he actually kind of walked it. You know, like you would walk a very large piece of furniture. Okay. All right. Walk, 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 walk. He moved this boulder seven and a half feet off off of his field. Okay. Continues his plowing. Another person walks by. Shortly thereafter, he sees the boulder. This is a historian. He knows what the boulder is. This is not an ordinary boulder. This is not an ordinary stone. This was actually the marker between Belgium and France. (gasps) Oh, no. The farmer moved the border seven and a half feet into France, (laughs)
1: thus giving Belgium more land. (laughs) So his land was actually in two countries and he didn't even know it. Yes. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. That's funny.
0: Yeah, I've seen the boulder. its I mean, it's not huge. It stands probably about three feet high. It's kind of squarish, so I could see him walking it.
1: Well, listen, I have a really interesting large boulder-ish type thing in my backyard that's been moved repeatedly, and I hope that it's not because, um, and when I say large, I mean we had to hook a truck to it to move it. Mm. It's been moved, and I, I hope that wasn't, you know, like the border. The border being, between we,
0: North Muskegon and yeah whatever's next to North Muskegon. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought, what a coincidence that someone who, you know, came by actually knew that he had moved the border marker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was a border marker. That's funny. But it didn't look like it, there was nothing that said it was a border marker, there was nothing etched on it. It was just an ordinary...
1: And if it was in the middle of your land, you wouldn't yeah, assume you it was would. a border marker you because know. you wouldn't think, well, I live in Belgium, but half yeah. of my property is in France. Yeah.
0: He actually gave Belgium more land by moving it. Woohoo! <laughs> Move it again. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a four-year-old boy in New York.
1: Okay. I'm sure there's more than one.
0: There, There is. He lives with his mother in a small apartment.
1: I'm sure there's New more York. than
0: one. New York is not known for having large apartments with a lot of room, especially when you're right in the heart of New York. Okay. <clears throat> this little boy is, unfortunately, he's autistic. Okay. Okay. When you go on Amazon and you order something. <gasps> I saw this. Your payment information is you probably automatically save it so you don't have to put it back
1: in. I do, but I also have mine set up with security things that are required to place it. His mom didn't do that. A lot of people aren't savvy like that, though.
0: Right. He uh, went on Amazon, Mm -hmm. and he secretly ordered 51 cases of SpongeBob Popsicles because they were his favorite. (laughs) Amazon delivered them. Mom's going to need a bigger freezer. The whole order cost $2,618, which Amazon expects his mom to pay. This is a total of 918 popsicles, and that's kind of what I said. I hope they got some serious freezer room. Wow. Yeah. I believe there was, uh, I don't know that it was, I don't think it was a GoFundMe page, but there was a page put up to raise money to pay the Amazon thing. And last I heard, Amazon was trying to work with the mother. But.
1: Yeah. And hopefully. I think Jeff
0: Bezos has, you know, the ability to go, hey, we don't have to pay that.
1: Well, especially, I mean, the, it seems to me Amazon could make some sort of arrangement with mom. Like, listen, you donate those to a local food bank, a homeless shelter, a whatever. Donate it to a charity, we'll write it off. Yeah. As a charitable contribution. Yeah, but Amazon's big enough they could that would it's not even a drop in the bucket to them.
0: So, yeah. So, just be careful when you leave your payment information encrypted inside your laptop or your computer.
1: I just here is I, I hear other stories. I actually had a customer come in and telling me about how his I want to say five year old managed to order like four thousand dollars worth of stuff. On oh their,
0: my god! On
1: their Xbox Live account. Word of warning to parents out there: a Please don't leave your children unsupervised with the electronics. B, if you have children who use your electronics, do not save your payment information in there. Do not put your child's fingerprints in your phone so that they can unlock them. Do not give your children the passwords. You're just asking for problems. Because this particular customer got told by Xbox and by the bank you're out of luck. It's yeah. your bill to pay. Nope. All right. Hopefully
0: that's a lesson to learn. All right. Little town in Noto. Have you heard of this little town of Noto? N-O-T-O. What country is it in? Japan. Nope. Okay. Can't say I have. Noto is actually located on the west coast of Honshu in Japan.
1: Okay. It's a little tiny town known for squid fishing. I have to say that that isn't something I'd ever really thought about. When you, squid fishing? Yeah, yeah. When you talk about squid or catching squid, never thought about it as fishing. I wouldn't either, but obviously they do. Are we, are we fishing with like a fishing pole? I don't know. Or are we like nets, traps? You know, how do we fish for squid? I don't know. I didn't get into that part of the story. Okay, well, now I just have an image of the little little Japanese man with a fishing Ah. pole in his hand and a giant squid on the other end.
0: Looking at him knowing I'm smarter than you.
1: (laughs) And I have more
0: arms than you do. Oh, dear God, yes, you do. All right. So the town town leaders in this little town decided to take, they got COVID relief fund money. Okay. And they decided that a really good use for this would be to take $200,000 of their COVID relief fund and purchase a statue of a squid
1: no why is this oh god they figured it would
0: you know drum up some interest from tourists so they purchased a statue that stands 13 feet high and 29 feet long
1: oh my god (laughs) takes all kinds
0: just remember that takes all kinds she's kind of wordless
1: no i just was kind of filtering the thoughts in my head filters are good Filters are very, very good when it comes to you and I. (laughs) Because my initial reaction is this. Jesus Christ, don't they understand what COVID relief funds are meant for? This is what's wrong with the world. Okay, end of rant. Okay. All right. (laughs) I could keep going, but I'll stop. No, I'll stop.
0: Last little tidbit I have before we go on to our little story. Um, There's a little airport in Houston, Texas. It's called the William B. Hobby Airport. You're probably not familiar with this particular airport. No, but when
1: you tell me it's the William B. Hobby Airport, all I can think is, Hobby Airport. Oh, is this where they, like, people that, like, make model airplanes fly their planes?
0: No. All right. So, you know, you go through security, blah, 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 before you board your plane. So there's a traveler who's going through security in this little airport in Houston, Texas, and (sighs) the security guard... Stops them and says, excuse me, sir, will you? Can you explain your breakfast burritos that you have in your luggage? What? The traveler had brought breakfast burritos so they wouldn't have to purchase food while they waited for their flight. You and I both know that when you're in an airport, food gets expensive. And when you're hungry, you're freaking hungry, correct? Yep. Okay. Unfortunately, obviously, this is not a normal breakfast burrito. I'm going to guess. What security was actually questioning was what was wrapped up inside.
1: Oh, God. Said breakfast
0: burrito. Because they had wrapped up crystal meth and planted it inside the breakfast burrito, hoping that they were going to sneak that through.
1: They didn't think that anybody would
0: notice when it went through the scanner? No, they thought they had it wrapped up pretty good. But no, the breakfast burrito with the meth wrapped up, because that's not suspicious. You have a little package inside your breakfast. It showed up on the security set.
1: No shit.
0: The traveler... Saying bye-bye burrito all the way to jail.
1: (laughs) Having, so because I have food uh, limitations, because I have celiac disease, when I do fly, I pack a whole thing full of snacks that are friendly and safe for me to eat. Right. Here is what I've learned. If you'd like to make it easier on yourself and TSA, pack all of your snacks. Inside a gallon Ziploc bag because they're going to pull everything you have out and they're going to inspect it all. So if you just have it all together in one bag, it's a whole lot easier on all of you.
0: Your crystal mess is still going to show up on the scan, honey.
1: Yes, it then does go through no the scanner. how you do it. Yes, it is still going to go through the scanner and then they're going to pull your bag aside and they are going to go through all of your food. Yeah. Just telling you now. Yeah. If you haven't flown with food, be prepared. They're going to go through. Yeah.
0: Or just don't take crystal meth through the airport. How about that? You ruin I all of
1: my fun. I know I do. You know, if you want to get crystal meth through the airport, here's what you should do. Oh, Jesus. You buy one of those small little containers <clears throat> of powdered creamer, dump the creamer out, and refill it with your crystal meth and tell them it's coffee creamer. Maybe they won't notice the smell. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sure, Mary, because... I I have
0: seen them find drugs in, like... Oh, God, yeah. ...the most unusual, god-awful places and in the most unusual, god-awful food. Oh, yeah. 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 I've seen that.
1: I have to say, the one that kills me, and I see this every couple of months an article in the news about people who went through security and got busted trying to smuggle live animals... Usually inside their own clothing. Please.
0: I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. There's a reptile inside my pants. No. No. But no, it's no. never
1: just a. It's lots. Yeah. Like, oh, we're not smuggling a, a snake. We're smuggling 27 snakes. No, because as soon as it's, oh, God, no. No. Or birds. No. Or, like, what is wrong with these people?
0: Haha. You don't have enough time in the world. We have a podcast. We don't have enough time.
1: And we work full-time. Okay, one of us works a full-time job. The other one pretends to work a full-time Technically, job. Technically, I work a full-time job. Used to be overtime. Now it's
0: part-time. It's all good. Oh, Next week, it'll be overtime again. God only knows. All right. All right. Our story today is called A Fowl Matter. F-O-W-L. Fowl. Okay. Could be called a fowl fowl. Oh. Could be. Could be
1: it could be a stinky bird. It could be. It isn't. It's just it could a, be a It could be a stinky
0: chicken lady. Could be. Okay. You missed the headless chicken story, didn't you? That was funny as hell. Okay. All right. This is another chicken story. Oh, chickens. Yeah. Chickens are dirty birds. Tasty, but dirty. Occasionally, well, first before I start the story, let me ask you you have a cat. You have two cats. I do have two How cats. How far would you go to, to take care of your cats?
1: Uh, no, last night I was I was threatening to drop them off at someone else's house. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. Or at the local Chinese restaurant. I wasn't sure which
0: you weren't even particular. All right, sometimes a person's love for their pet can really overcome any obstacle or financial hurdle. Pets can be expensive because Yes,
1: they can. I know people that have had GoFundMe's to take care of their animals.
0: Yeah. For Selita Nagel of Colorado. Hold on, wait, repeat her name. Salita Nagel.
1: What was the last name? Nafnagel.
0: I, I would make change it up.
1: I would totally change my last name. It's a married name. I don't care. No, I'd have kept my maiden name.
0: Her two-year-old chicken named Blue
1: is invaluable. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that I can buy it for $1.99 a pound on sale at my local grocery store. Chickens don't have a long
0: lifespan anyway. No, they That's do not, not as far as I know. So, Selita not only feeds it human food, keep that in mind as we go through this story. But she also lets it sleep by her
1: side. Nope.
0: Please remember that Selena is married with a husband. I'm just going
1: to guess that they don't have a lot of sex.
0: <laughs> good guess. I don't know. That's not part of the story, but very good guess. That's a good deduction.
1: Because nobody wants a
0: chicken pecking them while they're... You don't know that. You don't... We have not even begin to cover those kind of things. You don't know that for have sure. Have you ever been pecked by a chicken? Not going to start now. No.
1: It is not pleasant.
0: All right. So, Celita has now spent $10,000 on heart surgery and other procedures in order to save Blue's life.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I knew I was going to get that reaction. out of
0: you. Human food's not good for chickens. Um, Human th- food's not even good for us most of the time. No.
1: And when I... Can I...
0: Can I, um... Can I have a big chicken and a large Diet Coke and a side order of fries for the chicken? Oh, I bet she doesn't order my chickens so she goes to the fast food restaurant. Wonder she, I
1: wonder if she feeds the chicken eggs. Or chicken. <laughs> when I had chickens, we did feed them scraps, but when I say we fed them scraps, it was like the scraps from our vegetables and yeah. stuff. And that's yeah. totally fine. Or yeah. even occasionally small other scraps. But there is a lot of human food that isn't. Yes. You don't feed your chickens human food. There is a lot of human food you shouldn't feed any animal. There's a lot of human food you shouldn't feed humans. Oh, God, isn't that
0: the truth? All right. Selena fell head over heels when she spotted Blue at a local feed store and she bought her for $12. From This that is the
1: most expensive $12 she's ever spent.
0: She's married. I am not sure why she's still married, but she's married. From that day forward, we're, you know, we're going to get letters from chicken lovers. You know we are. From that day forward, her love for the bird has never wavered. It is steady. It is strong.
1: It is one thing to love a chicken, but you shouldn't. I love love chicken. your chicken. I love chicken. Oh, love it's, it's tasty fried. as hell. Rotisserie chicken for the win, man! All right.
0: Unlike other chicken owners, she treats the animal with tender loving care that you usually would reserve for your children, your husband, your husband. All right. Noth Nagel routinely dresses blue up. No. In, in a heart embroidered dress and a matching diaper. Oh my god. She and Blue go on outings to stores like Joanne
1: Fabrics. And they let her bring this chicken in? It's a support bird. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And they go to Home Depot. What the hell is wrong with these people? Oh my god. Nuthnago feeds
0: blue foods like strawberries, cheese, watermelon, and pop tart crusts. Okay, listen. The
1: strawberries and the watermelon, even watermelon rinds, fine for chickens. Cheese, uh, that's gonna be a no. Pop tart crust, pop tarts aren't even good for us. Nope. Not even the healthy ones. So Salita says that blue is is awesome.
0: She says. Blue just really enjoys being held.
1: Do they have meaningful conversations with each other?
0: Probably. Blue lays in her lap, closes her eyes, and she just starts purring. Because have you ever heard a chicken
1: purr? Uh, yeah, okay. This woman, this woman needs mental help.
0: She can't afford it. She has a, she has surgery bills to pay. And once you start purring, or once you start petting the chicken and she starts purring, she just kind of melts into your lap. In March of 2020, however. I like
1: chicken that melts in my mouth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. A little crunchy, a little crispy, and sometimes a little buttery. I love butter chicken. (laughs) Mm. Making myself hungry. A little strawberry on the side. I'm actually having Indian food for lunch on Friday. Oh, yummy. Mm. So in March of 2020, however, Salita's feathery friend suddenly fell seriously ill. And Salita's concerns began when Blue started growing very ornery and she became hesitant to cuddle. The birds started sleeping more than usual and Blue's breathing began to sound very strained. Salita explains she couldn't breathe and she was very scared. She's about to lose her $12 investment here. Now, if I could pay $12 and have a best friend forever, I
1: might think about
0: it, but we know chickens don't have a long lifespan.
1: Um, I would just like to point out that you didn't pay a dime for me. No, and you're still kicking. Yeah, and I don't expect you to pay for my medical bills. Thank God.
0: I'm not gonna give you any Pop Tart Crystal. Damn it. So, Nath Nagel had experience because she was a former veterinary tech. So, that makes her fear the worst.
1: Okay, hold on. Pause a minute. So, this one is a former veterinary tech. <laughs> yes. And yet, she felt that it was okay to feed a chicken. Pop-tart crust. And cheese. Yeah. Oh, thought. Yeah. Oh, God. What? You know that chickens lay eggs. Yeah. Well, with the diaper, she doesn't find eggs unexpectedly in weird spots. Like in her bed. Oh, God. Can you imagine if your chicken laid an egg next to you and you rolled over on it in the middle of the <laughs> night? Can you imagine if your chicken laid
0: an egg in the bed and your husband rolled over in the middle of the night?
1: Oh, God.
0: I wonder if she eats the eggs or if those are precious, too. I think it might depend on if she's pro-life or not. That's probably going a little too far.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: All right. So.
1: Diaper seems a little full. Time to change it because it's full of egg. I want to know. Best. Do the eggs break inside the diaper? I don't have
0: answers for all these questions. Only if, if Blue sits down. I don't have answers. Oh, God. Let me continue. So now we know that Nagel has some experience as a veterinary tech. Clearly... Not a good one. She pays for x-rays, blood tests, ultrasounds, and echocardiograms in order to figure out what's wrong. Does the ultrasound tell you if your chicken's pregnant? Um, Chickens don't get pregnant. I know that that was a little sarcasm. I'm sorry you didn't recognize it. (laughs) Because you have had none of it today,
1: have you? I Actually, you said that so deadpan. I thought you were serious. (laughs) And I thought... I can't believe I'm going to tell my sister this.
0: <laughs> Chickens can't get
1: pregnant. <laughs> all
0: right. So ultimately, all the tests that were performed in October of 2020 confirmed that Blue blue had a congenital heart disease, heart defect. The chicken was suffering, suffering from patent ductus arteriosus, which highly impedes heart development and the health of the surrounding blood vessels. And I'm sure her diet had no contributing factors. Oh, of course not. So the veterinary specialist that... Now Thagel had taken her chicken too. Also found that two major blood vessels leading to the chicken's heart had never properly closed. So all in all, Blue needed very, very expensive surgery in order to survive. And at this point in time, I kissed my twelve dollar investment goodbye. I kissed her on the pe- uh, right on the little beak. Right on right the little, little pecker. Right on the little pecker.
1: I love
0: her, and I'll see her at supper time. <laughs>
1: I wonder if she tastes like Pop-Tarts. I don't know.
0: But I'm not Selita, obviously. The things that were wrong with Blue are not unlike those that can be found in children and regular pets like dogs and cats that vets routinely come across. Okay. But very few veterinarians do surgery on chickens. (laughs) You don't say. I mean, usually surgery to me with a chicken is like, Winging it around your neck. Winging it around its neck. Yeah. But.
1: Grabbing it by the neck and whipping it around your head?
0: Yes. That's what I was trying to say.
1: Helicopter. Yes. Let's play helicopter. Yes.
0: Ah, uh, so really doctors had never actually tried to repair this issue in a chicken. Duh. The experimental surgery would cost Salida $4,000 just to try. And we're not even guaranteed the chicken's going to come through this. But she's devoted. She's a chicken mom. She loves blue. This is her best friend. We got to do it. I kind of want to know what her husband does for a living. We're not going to get into my opinion of her husband. Because I honestly don't have any answers to that. But any man that tolerates this can't be right in the head. But like I said, we're not going to get into my opinion of the husband. So, Nagel says that Blue, Blue is her soulmate. That's her best friend, her soulmate. We're going to do what we have to.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Selita tells her husband, quote, If Blue doesn't make it, you might as well dig a hole big enough to put us both in. I don't know if I can handle life without her. I'm
1: pretty sure she needs therapy. The chicken? Because, Um, yeah, that can be arranged. (laughs) Yes, 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 exactly. No, no.
0: Okay, so the surgery takes place on November 10th of 2020. I wonder if he could have his wife committed for this kind of thing. Involuntarily committed. We're not going to get into that discussion. I have so many things to say, and none of them, no. All no. right, All right. keep going. So, chickens don't actually have an anatomy that is suited to traditional open-heart surgery. You don't say! Nope, I don't say. So, the veterinary cardiologist and his team were forced to place a catheter through Blue's neck just to get to her heart. So, the veterinary cardiologist, his name is Brian Scanson.
1: Can you imagine the conversation he had when he got home? over dinner as they're eating their delicious roasted chicken. So honey, how was your day today? Oh, well, let me tell you what I did.
0: How I made our money today, how I brought home the bacon. Or the chicken. So Scanson says we got right to where we needed to be pretty quick because there's so much in a chicken to go through, I don't know. But the chicken was not terribly stable. Her heart rate was very erratic. Her blood pressure fell. It was actually touch and go for a time. I think you should have let her go. But, you know, hey, it's not my chicken. So while everybody involved was a little concerned that Blue could die, the doctors were able to get her stable. And the procedure actually only lasted 30 minutes to repair her heart. And within 12 hours, Blue is showing signs of making a full recovery. And suddenly the brave little bird is walking and eating and generally behaving as it used to. Now, unfortunately, there's a hefty bill to pay. Between the operation itself and the numerous other appointments, the x-rays, scans, the ultrasounds,
1: the blood work, the
0: blood work, the total cost of saving Blue's life, the $12 chicken, reached about 10000 fucking dollars. She did have pet insurance, but it did not cover the entire thing. It only covered about 25%. Because the congenital heart defect was a pre-existing condition, she was born with it. <laughs> But that did not matter to Selina. It's a lot of money, she said. you do it for your kids. you do it for your dog. No, I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, no, nope, absolutely not.
0: $10,000, no. That's like, I can buy a house for that.
1: What the but fuck kind of house are you buying for $10,000?
0: A guest house.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, although I have seen there are towns in Italy selling them for a pound or yeah. a year or whatever, yeah. I think we should invest. Yes. We could buy a lot of right. houses so for $10,000.
0: So, says... You do it for your kids. You do it for your dog. You wouldn't even bat an eye if I said, I spent $10,000 on my dog to have his heart repaired. Yes, I I would. would. But when you say it's a chicken, people go, oh my God, you spent how much on a chicken? You could just put her in a crock pot and go get another. (laughs) But Selena says she would totally do it again because that's Selena's family. Oh, Jesus. A foul matter. That's the story of a foul matter. So that's the story of the
1: chicken. Keep that in mind next time you go to the vet. Next time you go to your local farm store and you see that, you know, $12 baby chick and you think, this will be a good investment. Now, I've looked at baby chicks and I've never
0: seen one that costs $12. I've never looked at baby chicks. I have. But I think overall, she overpaid for this chicken all the way around. And I have to wonder six months later, is Blue still alive? I don't know.
1: Well... We had nine chickens, and all nine were different kinds of chickens. Right. And it was a lot of fun. It was very interesting. They got first and last names. We named them things like Hannah Montana and Christine yeah. Daier, and, and we had a good time with it, but at no point in time was I so attached to these chickens that I would have spent even $100 to save one, much right. less 10000
0: So the lifespan of a chicken is an average of five to ten years. Yeah. No. It, unless you intend to eat it, in which case it's a no. lot less than that. No. $10,000, no. Whether I'm going to eat it or not, no. No. She's crazy, but hey. that's my opinion. So, anyway, hopefully everybody enjoyed the little story today. Gave you something to think about. Hopefully you got a little giggle and a, oh my God, what the hell. I got a few of those from Hannah, which is cool. Yeah. So, appreciate everybody who stopped by. Spent a little time with us. We hope you enjoyed it. You can um, always find us at Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know or TMSIDNTK at gmail.com. We welcome uh, any suggestions, comments, stories. If you know someone who has a chicken and has a crazy chicken story, send it to us. We like crazy chicken stories.
1: Feel free to share your crazy chicken pictures on our Facebook oh, page. Oh, yeah. Or Twitter. Oh Yeah, yeah Absolutely. But, Or if you have crazy turtle stories or pictures, yeah, we'll take those too. Or if you have adopted a turtle or rescued a turtle, we would love to hear about it. Absolutely. If you have a local turtle rescue in your area, let us know. We're happy to give them a shout out, plug them, and hopefully get them some support. We're also on Twitter, the TMSI,
0: DNTK, which just are the initials for the show. So um, if you enjoyed it, Feel free to follow it. Join us next week.
1: Leave a rating,
0: a review. Check out the Murder, Mischief, and Moscato podcast. uh, And you can basically find us anywhere, obviously, that you listen to your podcast. Yeah. Um, So, Han and I both appreciate your time today. It was a little bit fun. It was fun. Got a little giggles. (laughs) A lot of giggles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Some eye rolls. So, final thought till next time? Yes. Don't roll your eyes out loud. Oh, God, I do. Every day. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.